Hey there. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to episode 19, Lauren. Wow. Uh, we could talk about this all day long. We're here, your hosts. I'm Kathy. I'm Lauren. And good to be with you today. This day, episode 19, we're going to talk about our week in review. And I'm super psyched because Lauren had some time off from teaching with her spring break. So I'd love to just hear about that first, but before we do anything, we have a new part, a new segment called, What Does the Tea Bag Say? Yes. I was looking at you like, wait, what's our <laughs> new segment? <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> no. Um, and so Lauren, what does yours say? Mine says, let your thoughts give hope, guidance, and upliftment to all. That's beautiful. Mine is, breath is the voice of your soul, Ooh. which is very pertinent to meditation practice. Yes. And breathing timeouts during the day. Yes. First, I just want to say, we so loved having David Westerlin with us last week. I think he could, no big declarations, though I think he could become like a monthly guest or something. Totally. No big declarations, but we absolutely want him back. Yes. He's a gem of a human, truly. And he's just delightful to visit with and hear his perspective and yes. share in improv. Gave me so much positive energy. I felt like I walked away feeling so great. Same here. Yeah. So thank you, David, if you're listening yes, out there. thank you. Um, okay, Lauren. Yes. You're fresh back. I want to hear about your week, your time away, and just listen to you. Oh, okay, great. Um, so, this past week was my spring break, and my husband and I decided to do a little, just three-day getaway um, on Orcas Island, and... It was magical, of course, <laughs> but I have lots of kind of um, interwoven things from topics we've talked about in the past that came up, which was really interesting. So first of all, we got a little Airbnb. It was a very tiny cabin in the woods, but right on the water, there was a hot tub. Whoa. Yeah. Um, and it was perfection, super quiet, peaceful, private. Um, just the perfect little getaway spot. Did they have Wi-Fi in case I want to go work from there? <laughs> they did. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I did not bring um, uh-uh. any work. Because uh, the other thing is, my quarter for grad school started this week. <laughs> so it oh. was like, yeah, not a true spring break, but from work, yes, grad school not quite, but I did not bring anything with me. I was Great. like, get, I got things done ahead of time. I'll get things done this weekend. So Fantastic. no work, no homework, nothing. Um, so we got there, we had some plans, not like my husband and I are not super like plan out our vacations, but just some ideas of what we could do while we were there. Cause we, I think he had been there you know, like more than a decade ago, and I have never been to Orcas Island, uh, minus when I go with students to Camp Orkaila, oh, right. <laughs> which is very different. <laughs> um, and so actually when we got on the ferry to go, there was a group of kids going to Camp Orkaila, <laughs> which was a little bit triggering. 
took it far away. You had to go to a different part of the family. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, and so, breathe. And breathe. And breathe yeah. <laughs> yes, all the breathing. So the day that we went, the ferry ride, that day was really beautiful. It was it was a little bit overcast, but sunny, no rain or anything. And so when we got there, um, we went out for lunch, and then we did a little mini golfing, which was fun. And then, because we couldn't check into our Airbnb when we first got there. So we did some activities, and then we checked into our little place, and um, just kind of chilled out for a bit. And then the next day we had the full day and night there. Um, and so that's when we were gonna do maybe some more like hiking or go up to Mount Constitution or do different things. And it was pouring, but also so windy. It was like oh. major windstorms happening. And so at first I was like, oh no, like we're on Orcas Island. We need to go do these things. And then I was like, no, like we're on vacation. We can do whatever we want. And it reminded me of the kind of do nothing episode that we had been kind of chewing on. And so that day we really did, we went out for like one of the best breakfasts ever. What because was everything, like details on food. I will do <laughs> many details. Everything we had was always revolved around fresh seafood, obviously. The breakfast, my husband got crab cake eggs benedict. Ugh. So it's like crab cakes are the bottom part with the poached egg on oh, top. So not with even the, an English muffin. No, just Whoa. the crab cakes, hollandaise poached egg. It was, that was amazing. I got this plate that had like two large pieces of baguette with smoked salmon on the side, cream cheese, capers, pickled red onion, uh, sliced cucumber. <laughs> Kathy's shaking her head over and over. <laughs> I, I mean, I love food. Yes. Okay, let me just say that. And Same. To hear about beautiful food, oh. it's just one of those things that resonates. Yes. So keep going. Yes. So You had me at capers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it was like a, what you would normally think of like from a Jewish deli, but it was with a baguette, which was very different than from a bagel. It was so good. Um, so that started our morning. We had gotten up early to go just so that we wouldn't have to wait. We were the only people in the restaurant for a little mm. bit and it was perfection. How, now, do you, hearing you drink tea, do you ever drink coffee? I rarely do. My husband that day did, and he said it was the best coffee he'd ever had. That's what I wanted to know. I had a feeling it was going to be. <laughs> yes, I haven't looked up yet what coffee they use, but I wanted to. I was okay. really curious. He said, I'd love to know. Best coffee ever, best smoked salmon ever, best crab cakes ever. <laughs> so it was just. Is the restaurant called Best Food Ever? <laughs> yes. That should be their little tagline. <laughs> Do you remember the name? Yes, of it? it's New Leaf Cafe. New Leaf Cafe. Yes. Because, you know, now I'm scheming a three-day yes. trip and work. I mean, I, that's the beauty of my job. I can really work from anywhere. So, okay. Yes, Primrose Great. Cabin. Primrose Cabin. <laughs> Nobody book ahead of me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Give Kathy some time to book I don't dates. know when I'm going, so just don't book for a while. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. Okay. 
Uh, so we had breakfast, and then originally we were going to go um, either up to Mount Constitution or to the state park or wherever, but it was, yeah, pouring, blowing winds, like we weren't going to do anything. Yeah. So we did, we drove around a little bit and, you know, checked some things out without getting out of the car. <laughs> then we went back to our little cabin, and it was one of the best afternoons of my life, I think, because, and it was so simple, but I think just not having to worry about any responsibilities. Mm -hmm. And then I took, like, the best nap, and you could hear the waves crashing from the cabin. It was so magical. I want to say, you all can't see Lauren's beautiful face right now, but it is beaming. (laughs) Not only in smiles and her eyes smiling, but there's this restfulness on your face and just truly shining light. So that makes me so happy for you. That was great. And I felt, I think in the past, I would have been like, oh no, we can't just, you know, be paying to stay here and literally just taking a nap (laughs) and not like getting out and enjoying the island, but... It was too good to even care about that. And giving yourself permission to not have these these controlling, like, I have to do this because I'm outside. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like the weather actually kind of forced us into doing that, and it was perfect. And then... I have to say that yes. you've used, like, the best food, the best... <laughs> and I have this hat, Lauren. It's a trucker's cap that I hike with every single hike. I took it on my road trip and realized I never wore it, but I took a photo at the end. It says, today is the best day ever. Oh. Because no matter what day I wear it, right, that's sort of the mantra. And the woman who makes him moved away from Bellingham, I don't think she sells them anymore, but wow. That's what I'm hearing from you is just... Each day was the best day. Yes. And I read, I read a lot. That was also part of the perfect afternoon, a perfect nap, just kind of laying in bed, reading, hearing the waves crashing. Mm. And then we got into the hot tub at night, like midnight. Mm. And yeah, you could hear the waves, see the stars. And it was amazing. (laughs) Truly amazing. Beautiful. And (laughs) with your husband, like to get to spend that time. Because you've shared, like, your schedules are not necessarily opposite, but a little bit. And um, just to share that sweet time. Yeah, it was great. So, highly recommend Orcas Island taking a few days off and not worrying about anything. And so, some. I hear those learnings of topics past of the do nothing. What else? Oh, I think the self love and self compassion and self care, all of those things. Um, what did you notice having given yourself that? It was so one thing, um, we usually try to do a few day trip each year, whether it's during spring break or a long weekend and <clears throat> A lot of times I'll still bring, like, my computer um, just in case I need to get something done. And so this time being very intentional about not even bringing it with me felt so um, 
liberating feels like a really strong word, but it kind of was. I mean, it just was not in my mind at all, like work or school, which would have been the thing that I would have been working on. Um, and so I could fully relax and just feel peacefulness, I think. Um, yeah, like it wasn't even a thought in my mind. Mm -hmm. And giving to yourself. Yes. And just being in that space with yourself. Yeah. I mean, your husband, yes, but like giving yourself this freedom, this, well, I think of it as spaciousness. Yes, exactly. Yeah, <coughs> what I'm calling personally Big Sky. Yeah, Big Sky and literally <laughs> Big literally Sky. Literally Big yeah. Sky, yeah. Yeah, and I think being, I mean, we live close to water, but being that close yeah. was really, really, really nice. That it just, that when I was in on the Oregon coast, I hear that it's just the expansiveness and breathing it in and feeling maybe the spray of the water yes. or, you know, looking for rocks or shells or whatever it is, but that being next to, with, being with, the expansiveness and I'm again I'm just so happy you got this time away and rested and yeah yeah it was it was great and now yeah I just got back yesterday um so yeah <laughs> I'm still coming down off of it yeah. I still feel really well rested and relaxed and I'm trying not to think about the future. <laughs> yeah. Well, and when it comes in, you can just it notice is. it. And exactly. Yeah. Nice. So that was my week. Kathy, tell us about your week. Well, I was not on work. <laughs> you were not. <laughs> However, uh, it's been a, I would call it a pretty good week overall. Um, I'm noticing myself like going into a day-by-day -day mode so I, I'd like to try not to do that because it's a practice I'm actually working on it which is like you don't have to get into every detail mm. of everything but um I did have a good ski day last week uh so much snow that actually I can relate this to to what we've talked about in the past which is um self-critique so there was so much snow and this is back on downhill skis for me after 20-something years. I mean, I skied, but I haven't skied in two years, and it was a different type of ski and whatever. And so we went down a new run for me that's like a more challenging run, but it really it was beautiful. Like, I was comfortable in that way. However, there was so much snow, I didn't really know how to ski on it. It sounds silly, like, what's the big deal? But... The big deal is it's a weight shift, mm. and I didn't get it at mm -hmm. first. And so <laughs> make a turn and, like, feel complete because, well, you're not supposed to turn a ton in that. And so I would make a turn because I felt out of control, which I was not. And then I'd stop and topple over because <laughs> my weight was wrong. And so this happened four times this lovely husband of a friend of mine was so kind and he's like i'm with you like i'll be right behind you and then you go down this steep narrow canyon which i actually once we got past a little bit i enjoyed that um and 
what I will say, though, is after the fourth fall, I was really feeling very frustrated. And frankly, I'll share, like, I had a tear or two come down, yeah. <laughs> come out of my eyes. Oh, my gosh. Because I, I felt mad. But mad at what? Mad at who? Me. Mm. And I thought, look what you're doing. It took me a few minutes and him saying, Kathy, like, let it go, you know. But because I'm Kathy, it <laughs> takes me a minute to let it go. And so... Once we got out, I was like, you know, I kind of liked it in a weird way. And I definitely wanted to go back to that run and, like, practice what he just taught me. But I thought, well, maybe I'll do something else steep and practice it. But on a run, I know. Mm -hmm. And once I got, I was riding the chairlift and then got off, I, I thought, yeah, you're doing that thing that we talked about last week, the automatic pilot of turning on yourself. No, and I talked to myself, no, ma'am, no, thank you. You did something new. How about that? Mm -hmm. Wow, it's hard to feel that frustrated. And I did let it go. And I had a really fun day after that. And also giving my permission, myself permission to stop when I wanted to. So yes, it was a day of skiing, but there was a lot of learning. Yeah. In I don't know if I can go through a day without <laughs> looking to learn something, which is like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Lighten up sometimes, Kathy, <laughs> but I am light and playful. Yeah. It's just I'm introspective like that. Totally. So anyway, the week was, I enjoyed it. And I will say that something came up for me one of, um, I don't know what day it was, but I started thinking about, I think it was based on, I had a visit with David actually, and we were talking about some things and I went home later and, um, and I was thinking about this idea, and it wasn't just then, I've held it before, of attachment. Mm -hmm. um, because what I know in myself is I get attached to things at work, to projects, and their outcome. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, I get attached in love. And my attachment isn't, at least my perspective someone else could tell me different I'd love to know that but is not clinginess like I don't need to be with you 24 7 every minute of the day absolutely not mm -hmm. what I get attached to like this is what I'm noticing and I have a lot of probing to do but is in feeling seen mm -hmm. It isn't, you did an amazing job. No, it isn't. It's that I'm seeing this thing through, and it's the outcome I want. Well, that's <laughs> attachment, and there's control in there. Mm -hmm. In love, just reflecting back in life and relationships, it's an attachment to what I think will be. It's an attachment to the feeling of feeling loved. Mm. And so this morning, actually, because I've just been like holding this, realizing, wow, when I step into a relationship again at some point, I will never not want to love big as I do. Mm -hmm. That is me. Yeah. However, what I can practice, and right now practice it through work and other spaces, is just this non-attachment to feeling loved and that's where the self-love 
the self-compassion, the self-empathy comes in. And also, like, it's all this learning I'm noticing coming together. Long way to go on the path. We're human, right? We learn. It's, <laughs> I said the other day, it's like a full-time job being human. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and I'm not complaining about it. I want to keep doing the job, the work. But, um, you know, it, it just has me so deeply curious now. So I started reading some articles and what struck a chord with me this morning is that it's not about being cold or unattached in a way like I don't care. It isn't that. There's something I read. I'm actually going to try to find it in an article um, that I have up on my phone. But sure. um, It sounds to me more like not having an attach, like being attached to the person, but not your idea of what could be in the future, maybe? Yeah, well, that's part of it. Um, so I feel already non-attached into being around someone 24-7. Right. Friends, for sure. Like, yes. I don't have that. Same. I love my independence. Mm -hmm. Again, like I said, my ex perspective of myself is I don't get clingy. I mean, maybe in parenting I used to have, like, <laughs> what are you doing? But well, I don't yeah. even think so, really. And then, so it's really the... I think really, Lauren, it's this attachment to the feeling of feeling loved and therefore safe. And rather, non-attachment can look like, this is literally like baby breaking out of an egg, like, oh, learn, this like lights on of what I'm very early on piecing together is like, Oh, and non-attachment, one of the things I read, I can't find in the article, so I'm not going to waste time, but um, is simply being open to the very present moment mm -hmm. and noticing. So it's not about I'm so unattached that if, if something isn't feeling good at work or whatever, that I just let it go. Mm -hmm. It isn't that. It's just, though, being open in the present moment rather than me attaching yes to what you said to oh what will this be six months down the line oh what will this be a year down the line oh how do i make this stay like mm -hmm. the course or whatever it is again at work in love mm -hmm. and that's the two major places i notice it not so much friendships i mm -hmm. think because I don't know. They're just very, oh, they're just in a place, I guess, I feel very grounded. Mm -hmm. With that, you know, I don't mean to say I'm not grounded at work. I am. But right. these are internal, like, oh, this pausing that I've talked about and reflecting and noticing, I'm thinking that's what I'm talking about. It's like, Okay, set it down mm -hmm. and just be in this moment, pause, and ask myself, what am I feeling? Mm -hmm. And allowing that feeling to go out like the wave, come back if it needs, but go out again. That really resonates with me, especially work and relationship, but not necessarily friendships. And I was thinking 
like why is that and I wonder if it has something to do with like your work and um, your romantic relationships feel more like not that they determine but like something to do with your self-worth yes more than friendships because I feel like your friends are the people who just are there always hopefully and like understand yeah maybe a little bit more I'm not sure what I'm saying but yeah well I think what I'm hearing from you resonates with me it's it's it is I think about insecurities that are from mm -hmm. a long time ago yes and also the other thing I would know is fear mm. so fear of losing something yes fear of it's not enough I'm not enough mm -hmm. when I say these things aloud I know factually like that's not true right. right but in the insecurity or like you say if it's a missing piece of self-worth or I think this is where this creeps in and it doesn't I feel no self-criticism about it rather I feel this energy not to fix it because mm -hmm. this isn't it's not being human is not about fixing right and I don't want to fix other people mm -hmm. so it's this acceptance of like oh I see this thing Whew. I'm really open right now in this present moment I can tell you my it's like I feel so much energy like swirling in my chest and down mm -hmm. so it's probably a little anxiety in my chest or or it's not negative though it's like an energy of excitement to learn about this mm -hmm. and exactly as you said to like or inferring what you said like to look back and just, I do know a lot about my early family structure, or my, my, my early experience in family. And I absolutely understand where it comes from. Mm -hmm. And yet, I can allow myself to unattach from that story. Mm -hmm. It's like I said, I want to love big. I love big the people in my life and myself I'm learning to love big with the practices we talk about like really mm -hmm. and I was thinking so uh, this morning while I was eating breakfast I just looked up love without attachment and because I just want to see what's out there and I found several articles because it is a thing right and I thought oh, I've built this sort of attachment to this windswept love. And <laughs> and love is beautiful. But remember, we talked about love being a verb. Mm -hmm. I think it is action. And I also think those feelings of feeling love and love for someone or love for a project or whatever it is, is beautiful. And the work for me is, and how do I do that in disconnect from over attachment mm -hmm. and again I sit to I I feel almost defensive <laughs> which isn't necessary to say it's not clinginess it's like because I love space yes but it's the the emotion the yes. sense of I think self-worth sense of 
oh, I'm, I'm seen, I'm loved. Yes. Please. Well, I think um, we both follow someone on Instagram called the Holistic Psychologist. Yeah. And I feel like she's brought up attachment stuff before. Um, and I relate to yours because I'm also a very independent, like, need my own space person. Um, I don't know if I brought it up on here, but my husband and I have separate rooms. Like, I need my own space. Um, and it's been like that since we first moved in together. Um, but I have also, I think, from childhood stuff, I think it's, and I could get this wrong, so do not quote me on this <laughs> if you're a psychologist, <laughs> like, an anxious attachment. It's like the fear of being abandoned or... Yes. Yes. And it, but it's, it's interesting to think about because I'm not, yes, clingy at all. Like, I like my space but I need to know that you're there yes. and see me and yeah. Yeah, that's it. When you just said that, it's like whoosh. It's, and then I have this thought um, that when you just said something that was like pow and you said fear of abandonment, mm -hmm. we talked about that on here. And I think probably many of us humans have felt that for me it goes way 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 back yes. and it isn't cruel abandonment no. that was I was left alone <laughs> at two yes. years old in a home no and that has happened to people totally. no it isn't that it's no. probably emotional abandonment it's yes. very old and then that's where I discovered I shared this a long time ago but that therapy session that I'd never felt that impact of like when I had nothing left in me and and that's the discovery of oh I've abandoned myself many times mm -hmm. and that isn't to turn away from myself right it's like the fear of and then learning though like when you said that I thought and even in the commitment to stick with self which we talk a lot about and that looking in the mirror and I'm not leaving you speaking to ourselves mm -hmm. Is we can do that with non-attachment. Like, I think about your trip. And you allow that. You stuck to yourself. There weren't rules of, oh, well, that means you're going to stick to grad school. You're going to stick. No, you didn't judge it. You abandoned nothing. You stuck with yourself and gave yourself the time, the love, the space for connection with your husband, the compassion for yourself. And so I'm so fascinated by this relationship of love and non-attachment. And so much goes under there. Like we said, work for some, it might be friendships, mm -hmm. relationships. I look back to my marriage to a really good human. You know, I'm so thankful that he's a friend and we co-parent. And, and I look back to how I showed up in that relationship. I did feel loved. And, and what I got attached to was the outcome, the vision I dreamed out of our marriage. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't going to be like that because we're different people. But I was so, well, guess what word I was going to use? <laughs> Clung. So I said, oh, I'm not clinging. Well, not to a person, to I the don't idea. think, but to an idea. So there you go. Okay, <laughs> I'm clinging to an idea. But to the vision I had of how it would be. And every time it wasn't like, that's nobody's fault. No. But I would look for blame back then. Totally. Nobody's fault. 
It's just how we showed up. I mean, there were other complex things, but not really. I think I was a lot of that looking for a particular outcome I had vision of rather than just being open in the moment. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. When my, so before my husband and I moved in together, I had never lived with uh, like a romantic partner. I'd had roommates, but, and it was the most difficult, like six months, maybe even a year of well, probably not the most difficult of my life, I was going to say, but... We'll get you a hat. This is the most yes. difficult... We... No, I'm teasing. We don't want that. But no. But it was so difficult because it's like the thing of clinging to an idea in your mind of what it's going to be like. But also, he has his own idea, and we're, like, completely different people, and he doesn't know my idea, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't say it out loud, it's just in my head, and oh my gosh, I mean, now it's comical, <laughs> the time I was like, what did I just do? But I want to say, too, like, you wrote it out and got it figured out, it's totally. like you have this, Lauren shared this with me, like, this really beautiful relationship and space in yes. having separate rooms is healthy yes. and and loving to each other. It's like, it doesn't have to look like what we're told in books and movies. Yes. And, and I think learning from even my most recent relationship, which I loved, yes. you know, is like, oh... I showed up with some attachment to the feeling, and I just can learn from all this. It was It's a gift. It's yes. a gift. It's like, and my perspective so many months later is shifting to be like, oh, what? Oh, you know, just, I'm not saying much here, but just like, yes. oh, like there's learning for me to be had and to be open to it that... To honor one another as human beings, it's like, and I think the non-attachment too, I haven't figured this out, I haven't written it down, I haven't journaled about it, but there's curiosity for me in the non-attachment and also honoring our boundaries and because that that's part of what I read. It's not like I don't care and I'm not paying attention to anything. It's like, oh, is this feeling good right now? Is it not, you Mm -hmm. know? whatever um but i think i really get this through your relationship is this honoring and you know even in the aftermath of my marriage i'm so grateful that we still are a family it just looks different totally yeah yes so yes and one as my husband is literally calling (laughs) during should we get him on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would be hilarious. Um, so this, I don't know, I think it relates, but really quickly, because I do see our time. Um, last week, when we had David, and then we had your friend, our friend now, Maggie, who is doing some little, uh, video clips for us, it was so interesting. I had never met either of them before, and I left that day feeling so seen and supported and 
I just felt so much energy after that. And it made me kind of reflect on different relationships in my life. Um, and for the most part, I am surrounded by amazingly supportive people who see me. But sometimes when I'm around, you know, different people and I think these complete strangers were able to see me and be excited for me and support me. And sometimes I'm with people who I could be really excited about something and they just kind of tear it down almost. And so I was just, I was really reflecting on that last weekend too of just, yeah, the importance of being seen for who you are. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if that is related to attachment stuff, but I think it is. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's so human. I think... I know this goes on at workplaces and life and love is we in family. We want to be seen. Yeah. It isn't for me about being put on a pedestal, no. but we want to be seen and heard and valued. Yes. And and then I think in this work it's just like okay, and where am I? I'm going to use it again, clinging too tightly to that wanting that mm -hmm. feeling, right? I do want to share one more thing that struck out or stuck out when I was beginning to read about this is one of the things I read is um, this, see how things align. So I'm reading, a friend gave me for my birthday, I talked about this before, a book called The Book of Awakenings by Mark Nepo. And it's a daily reading, which I love because yeah. it doesn't overwhelm me. <laughs> <laughs> and today there is something about we grow out of nothingness. And then I read in an article about holding nothing in a moment. That is being empty because we have space, big sky, to just be in the moment and be open and curious to what is. I love that so much. Well... <laughs> I don't want this to end because we could talk about we this could. all day long. We're in back in the closet yeah. with, looking Harry Styles. At, with Harry Styles' great photos my daughter put up back in high school. And I mean, he's great to look to. Yeah. yeah. And I like his music. So, Very inspirational. Anyway, it's, and it's sweet because I remember when she did this, maybe 10th grade or junior year, senior. I don't remember, but I love it. Yes. So it's sweet to be in here. And. With that, Lauren, I'm so grateful for you. Oh, I'm so grateful for you, and I feel like you do see me. I do, and I feel like you see me. I do. Yeah, and we're not begging to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> we're clinging. We're not clinging to that, just so you know. But it's really wonderful to start probing this with you. Yes. And can you believe it? Next week, it will be our 20th episode. Oh, really we got to go to brunch after. Yes. And, okay, yeah. I think we'll end right about at minute 40. Yes, let's do it. Okay, so follow us at Lauren and Kathy Talk on Instagram. Share the podcast episode with people. That helps um, us grow a little bit. Not that we're clinging to that idea, <laughs> <laughs> but it would be nice. <laughs> I love to laugh with you, too. Uh, okay, everyone, have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time. Bye, everybody.